Welcome to Forever Exile. I'm Justin, AK Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Welcome to 193, episode 193. Yeah, nice fix. Yeah, people had no idea what you Wait meant the first minute. time. What do you mean, 193? Yeah, episode 193. Here we are. Now you know. It's June episode. 16th for us. Yes, it is. Uh, big shout out to our patrons and people who support the podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast. We just chat, talk, more stuff, things, card, and a sticker. And I'm up to date on everything. They're all out. They're all mailed. Everybody's got They their better stuff. be out. <laughs> They're out. They went out actually Don't right away. I don't care how busy you are. You send those out right away. Right? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Blick you in the nose. But I, oh, that's not that bad. My nose doesn't bleed. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day. That's uh, Sunday, the day this comes out. So happy Father's it Day is. to the fathers and father roles out there. It's the Canadian GP that day at 11 so a.m. Awesome. For, for us. Yeah, Christina was really like, cool. do you want to do anything for Father's Day? I'm like, yeah, I'm watching the race. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, anything else? I'm like, mm-mm. Although Chris had a great idea. Watch the F1 Which race was? and then play F1 all day because it's Father's Day. So Makes sense. Who wants to be with people on Father's Day, right? No, they can be in the Family, house, whatever. Kids, <laughs> just right. bring me a drink. Play when in I the need distance. It. Yeah, that's right. You know what? If you're happy, then I'm doing my job. That's all I need. <laughs> now let me be happy. Anyway, how was your week? Well, uh, I had a I had a good week. It was busy. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do almost anything. My task list really ramped up. Uh, baseball's been taking a toll and we're getting to the end of my son's baseball season. So, uh, some of the rain out games are starting to come into play and, you know, there's practice and then rain out game and then the normal schedule game. And those, because I'm helping out with the team and coaching, um, the, it's very demanding for my body and for my mind with all the concussion stuff and other injuries that I have. And so, um, it's basically like those days beforehand are the same days just like the newspaper wrote that I have where I can't like do anything demanding you know what I mean like I can't be doing a lot of the gardening stuff that I want to do and dealing with the uh what do they call it the morning glory that's growing around the the lilacs in the back and you know retrimming the garden in the back it's just you know with the shovel like I just can't do that kind of heavy stuff or even like mow the lawn or vacuum can't do those things the same day as these events that happen in the evening. So the task list has been really ramping up, but my uh, wife's parents are coming to stay with us today uh, and they'll be here for two weeks. So I've been having to not baby myself as much and then, you know, do some of this work during the day, then have these events in the evening. And then when I come home, I'm just a deadbeat. Like I'm done. I can barely wake up. I need like six alarms to wake up in the morning. My wife to kick me in the back. It's just so anyway, but I've been needing to do that so that the house is nice and proper for when they arrive. Not like it matters, but I like to be that kind of host and they wouldn't care at all. So not trying to make them look snooty. <laughs> Are they with you the whole time? Uh, Tyler. Yep. They'll be with us for the two full two weeks cool. and uh, they're more than welcome to stay, of course. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been a busy, busy week, but it was kind of funny because this week um, or today my son's going to. Is your daughter going to the beach today at school? No, they're my going son. next week okay uh my son's going to a beach uh today as well unfortunately it's raining today but and he was going to bring his soccer ball for recess and then he realized he wasn't having recess so he gave me his soccer ball back like so i you know i walk them to school drop them off he runs down gives me his soccer ball and then he runs back up to his class and so on the way home i'm, I'm walking 
with a soccer ball in my hand and uh, I'm just on the sidewalk and it's amazing how quickly you turn into a kid again. <laughs> were you holding you know it or I mean? were you like, playing with it? I was holding okay. it. Oh, I'm, I wear flip flops and I, I don't have the energy to like, when you, when you play soccer and you're doing dribbling down the sidewalk, it requires a lot of energy. You're on your tiptoes. <laughs> you're making sure you're doing stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't do that, man. My neck would fall off right. or my head would fall off. So anyway, um, but no, it's like, so, you know, all of a sudden I start spinning, spinning it in the air and then I like, I throw it up and then I spin it, but then I re I forgot that the ball needs to be pumped up. So it like drops dead. It doesn't bounce back to me. So then I feel like an idiot trying to like scramble and pick it up. But then it's like every single pole, you're like, I could hit that. Every single like sign you see, you're like wanting to like lob the ball, hit the sign and then catch it again. And you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every, every single telephone pole, wooden telephone pole that's out there, you throw it against bounces back right to you you're like yeah all right you just want to hit still everything, cool toss it still to it cool. and catch <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it but it's not just cool it's also like there's a, a part of you that just wants to do it like throw the ball hit the sign so it's like i'm walking past every single sign every single pole in my head i'm like i could hit that still a kid get that still a kid that's good yep. maybe if i hit it on this angle it would go over there and i would catch behind my back as i'm walking through anyway so i felt really goofy with the soccer ball on the way back just because of all the stuff that i was going through in and my now head you're exhausted <laughs> that's right yeah now i'm going for a nap so mm -hmm. enjoy the solo episode no nah. and then uh, I, the kids and i came to a funny discovery this week i planted a whole bunch of well not a whole bunch but lots for us uh, i plant strawberries every year because we just like to go out on the deck and snack on them whenever they're ripe and i changed the location for where they are normally they're on the ground and we go down the deck uh, to get them and there's always tons but we forget about them so i'm like ah you know what i'm gonna put them actually on the rail in a nice container that's designed to be on the rail and then any water that overflows it goes only down the one side the opposite side not our side and so you know it was a good design i was excited for it went out and splurged and bought 20 bucks for this nice wide container that sits on the rail put three strawberry plants in there and it's growing like crazy they're extremely healthy bushes they're so healthy and fruitful that i'm thinking about bringing them in for the winter just so that i could keep them again for next year and so anyway, they're just doing fantastic. But I never see a full strawberry ever, ever. And I go to the kids. I'm like, have you guys been taking strawberries? Like you're allowed to, but have you been just like taking all of them? Like, no, we take one or two a day. I'm like, it's because it's producing way more than that. The other day during breakfast, we, the kids and I, because from our dining room table, we can see where the strawberry plant is right through the sliding doors that we have onto the deck. Mm -hmm. We saw a Cardinal J. Birds. taking a look sniffing around and just taking the strawberry and we've ever since then we've been paying special attention to the strawberry bush and no joke whether it's one cardinal jay or a whole bunch all, all they're just the cardinal jays are just stealing all the strawberries huh. the kids thought it was hilarious i'm frustrated because i spent <laughs> yeah. like 30 bucks Not getting the strawberry plants the dirt and the container Stupid birds. And my wife's been wondering why the birds aren't eating her bird seed. Well, now you know. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I don't, is there even like a... Nah, put it back on the ground next year. Oh, you think they wouldn't touch it if it was on the ground? Yeah, it's more vulnerable. More, they're more vulnerable down there. Hmm. Whereas here they're on the rail. It's, you know, being on like a tree branch. Right, right. So. Hmm. Either that or I just stand outside all day waving my arms. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Yell at birds. scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, anyway, no, I had a good week. How about you? Did you have a good week? My week was, yeah, it was pretty good. It was busy, but it was good. I, let's see, let me run through and try and remember. I, I I'm not gonna remember everything. I did have a couple funny things I was gonna just reference. One was I was in a meeting and I pulled a Tyler 
and did not D&D my phone. And <laughs> we, we were in a meeting and we were going over some stuff. And so I just happened to share the screen from my phone at the time. Uh, so we could go over some of these numbers and stats and stuff. And uh, and in the middle of me going over it, I got a, a so my WhatsApp is almost all muted, like unless it's individual chats, like I don't mute individual yep. chats, but almost every group chats muted because none of them are Same emergencies. Like I will check them when I have time, yep. but I don't need to get notifications. Um, I either the one year's run up on one of our group chats because I think it only mutes for a year or something. I'm not entirely sure what it was, but. I didn't have this one chat muted. And so as we were, as I was going through the stuff, all of a sudden a notification pops up on my screen, which is now on the screen for my team to see. And it's Tyler saying the, the only message that pops up is just <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm hot. And <laughs> I, I started to laugh and they did too. Like people know if I'm sharing my screen, there's a chance you're going to see something you don't want to see. But uh, it was, I, it was it was quite funny. I had a good laugh about it. And it was basically the best part, though, and I didn't tell any of them, but so that people listening are aware what Tyler's referencing when he says son of a bitch, I'm hot and that he's meaning that sexually as well. But it's in reference because 100%. he built a spreadsheet. <laughs> and so oh, my goodness. And it's the best spreadsheet ever. It's going to track our Formula One stats when we're racing on Mondays, on Monday nights. And I, I had one before. I completely rebuild this one from the ground up. This was part of me, you know, like I, I ran out of like stuff, non-manual labor stuff to do before base, but like the, the you know, before baseball or um, the days leading up to baseball or newspapers and stuff. So I did this because I knew my in-laws were coming and didn't know I'd have time. It's going to track all of our stuff, it's man. Amazing. It's going to track like, the, I mean, some of the average, some of the functionalities are very simple, like tracking our average final position or average ranking per race in total right for all of our races but then it's also going to track based on who you are your average per track as well so like hey wow i always get third or like i'm always top five in bahrain but i'm always bottom 20 in singapore mm -hmm. I was going to do that but then i also had to revamp it so that it was easy to take screenshots of it every time and then i want the new tracks to be closer to the names not on the far side it's great, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I oh, I nailed it. Oh, I nailed it. When I was finished, I definitely finished. Son of a bitch, man. Yep. I am hot. It was pretty funny. Oh, so sexy. So, yeah, I uh, what did I otherwise I, it was meetings and I have uh, two of my kids. Well, one of my kids, my youngest got sick, but not like we had a cold that went through my like my daughters both got it. For some reason, though, my youngest just got like that version of the cough that it just is not controllable. And to the point where she, yep. like we had to give her some asthma inhalers because she was having trouble mm -hmm. actually controlling it and breathing. So she stayed Does home. Does she have asthma? It's your, it's your all of our kids that has have, asthma, right? No, all of our kids have had um, issues with asthma, but not like serious enough where they have to have puffers all the time. And so we have uh, like the chamber thing that kids use with the puffers and so if they need them we can use the blue one to just give them yep. some relief and so it does help her but uh kids staying home is a big pain in the butt so she yeah she was home yesterday and then she's home again today so yeah that it makes things a little bit tougher to get some stuff done but mm -hmm. uh she's i'm sorry she's sick yeah. I mean, kids are funny when they're sick most of the time because they're just, she doesn't care. She's 
Right. You know, I have to actually like tell her, just sit down. Cause if you start running around or doing something, you're going to start coughing. And then I don't like the sound of like an uncontrollable cough. I find I get like irritated. Like I, like it's, okay. it's so it's not rational because it's like, stop, just, just stop, stop coughing. That's what's going in my <laughs> head. Know, right. But I know the feeling. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so yeah, dealing with that. And then, uh, actually went out last night and went to Ian's place. So he messaged me yesterday. Cool. Yeah. He was uh, trying to figure out. Some, so he, we, he plays F1 with us and every single week. Oh, so you did that for that. That's he, cool. Yeah. He has, he has network issues and his, 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 his car sometimes is not, it, it's got network, network issues. We, his voice cracks all the time and doesn't work well. So he, what happened was he had sent me a message with a picture from his phone. And when I saw his message, my first thought was like, where is this coming from and what is he trying to do? Cause he was like, he's like, I'm going to bridge my, he's got TELUS and TELUS internet in our area is fantastic. It's consistent. It's good speeds, but their hardware is just trash. The stuff that they put in your home, that's almost the same for every ISP. The stuff they give you is just garbage. And he was going to, he's like, I'm just going to, I want to bridge this. And I was like, no, no, please don't like, what do you, why, why would you bridge that? And so he was trying to tell me what he was trying to do. So I remoted onto his laptop to try and um, help him out with some of the stuff. And I cannot stand their hardware. I was getting so frustrated just because it there it's really dumb. Like for their Internet, they literally install three devices in his house and they yeah. don't actually tell you much information about which devices what. In fact, they're kind of deceitful in that they hide so there's the there's the uh, modem, which is the fiber. That one's fine. But now they actually install the router down there and then they wire up to the access point. But they tell you they basically try and tell you that that cylinder is your is everything. But it's not. You can't actually control yeah. the network and the wireless from the same location. You have to log into two devices to do it or do it from your phone. So we started working on it. I got angry. And then I was like, uh, are you home tonight? And he's like, yeah. He, he was feeling bad that I was helping him out. He's like, hey, so that's so nice of you, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, I'm coming to your house. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I need to dot these eyes. I'm like, I'm fixing this. So I, I drove out there last night, hung out with him for a bit. I brought some hardware, swapped out all of his crap and uh, oh, that's got, nice it all, got it all tested and stuff. So hopefully I was laughing to him, though. I'm like, if you crackle on Monday, it is not it is not your network like there is. There is uh, something something up with your actual Xbox because he was saying he was having a hard time playing Elden Ring with you guys, and it wasn't working the mm -hmm. the night before or whatever. So yeah, it's funny though. His system is like insane overkill now. I was laughing to myself after I set it up because on his network, I want to say on his network he has like eight total devices that are running through his network, like eight or nine devices. Or like phones, laptops, tablets. Just anything, okay. anything that's connected yep. to the network because um, the system I set up shows all of that. But uh, yeah, it just made me laugh because his network is now quite similar to the network I run in my house. My house has like 50, 50 or 60 devices that are connected. So sure. anyway, yeah, so that was fun. Went and hung out that's with awesome. him for a bit. And uh, yeah, the week. I'm going to be feel so bad for him if it crackles on Monday. Yeah, I told him, I'm like, if it crackles, I'm just leaving. I'm not going to play anymore I'm because it's going to bother <laughs> me now. But it can't be his network now. So if it does, then there's something up with his actual Xbox. Because the only thing that made me a little bit nervous was he told me that his controller was disconnecting when you guys were playing. And it mm -hmm. would that's not your network. That's something else. So 
it's hardware. Yeah, so hopefully it doesn't doesn't crackle on him, but uh, we'll see. His it, it, we did we ran all the tests. It's funny when um when you uh, when you're dealing with you know people that so he pays for a gigabit line from Telus, and it's like okay, yes, you're that it is what you're paying for, but you'll never ever see that on wireless, and you don't need to see that on wireless. If we're if we're showing two three hundred up and down on your wireless, first off, that's super fast, and it's far more than you need to play games online. So, yeah, anyway, we'll see how that goes on Monday. And then I played some Diablo, which we're going to talk about later on. I did end Looking up buying Diablo 4 and then F123 came out. So and you're all set up for that. Yeah, they 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 I knew I should have known it was going to happen, but it did bugger up my controls a little bit. So I had to spend some time and some of them could not be remapped to what they used to be. So now I had to get used to mm. there's new buttons. New for I have. A notepad, a Forever XL notepad, obviously, with a draw with a drawing of my wheel with labels as to what button is what number. Because they're not they don't correspond. Like the button on my wheel says box, but in game that's 20. So and I don't want to it's too hard to memorize what they all are. So Justin doesn't have a wheel where it's just like a console wheel that you plug into your Xbox and it has like the PlayStation and Xbox letters no on the face buttons it's not like that it looks like a legit wheel with knobs and twists and it's the Moza R9 so yeah <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously it was fun i did play i actually <clears throat> started playing the um i tried out the story mode for it a little bit just to see what it was like breaking point it's called oh f1 yep yep, yep. so yeah anyway i'm i'm trying to uh, I want, I want it. I don't normally play F1 outside of when we play on Mondays, but I, I want to a little bit, um, because they have, you know how you get to change your like walkout move or whatever when you win. Yep. They have one where you're carrying your flag behind you, but I got to get to level 24 to unlock it. So uh, well, you can get that just by playing online. It just takes time. No, because those seasons where they release them reset every like whatever month or two months and then it's new rewards in them and i can't you can't always buy those things in the store so mm. i need to get to level 24 to unlock it because i was like he's got a if it's your own flag too if i can walk out carrying the canadian flag get out of here get out get of here. here uh the the zombie face that you like that oh, chris has it. okay because that's permanent i was gonna i was debating whether i would let you know I, as soon as I found it, I was like, um, and then I actually felt a little bit guilty doing it. I was like, I'm stealing Why? this from Chris. But I didn't even care. <laughs> didn't even care. Didn't even care. I did. Nice. So yeah, I'm excited to play that this week. And yeah, it'll be fun. I'll be practicing up this weekend. Let's find some time when my in-laws are. It's very on their own doing their own thing on the AI driving. I was so impressed because I was driving amongst cars. I was fighting with cars and was it offline or did you try multiplayer no it was only online but that still is what the ai is right the ai is not different online or or multiplayer so well there could be some networking issues the the activity of how the, the ai was acting was so much different like so much different i was laughing to ian like it it actually drives the way you would think somebody would with regards to giving space. There's not this idea of like the green line, green line, green line, green line, just turning in towards the green line all the time. They will yeah. acknowledge that there's another car there. But I was laughing to him. I'm like, if you pull a Ryan, they'll hit you back. Like, you know, 
there's a limit to what, <laughs> to what they'll That's do. Right. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play it this week. Cool. Me too, man. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. This week in PUE. Well, there's a community showcase and I was blown away Whoa. by a couple of the things there. Those rings and that sculpture of Azaro. Mm-hmm. Is it Azaro? Yeah, Azaro. He's that's the guy. That's the name of the trial labs guy, right? Yeah, Azaro. Yep. And some really cool drawings and episode. Yeah, no, it was really cool. I was really <laughs> impressed with it, though. I loved it. Nice. Those were really neat. Mm-hmm. And Okay, so kind kind of sort of similar on the same idea. Uh, GGG had a post which made me giggle because I was like, you know what? Uh, like at first I was like, man, it must be like really slow. They must be really pacing their stuff out for a post like this. But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't matter what time of year or where we are in Path of Exile and what's coming. This is a post that I would love no matter what. So I felt kind of silly for my initial reaction because I absolutely love this. They're just posting where some of the 2019 XLCon decorations that they kept okay, yeah, are yeah. within their office permanently. That's and I absolutely awesome. love it. Yeah, they have them just standing around near some of the doors or corners in the hallway. Uh, they have some of the Roa stuffies. Yeah, like they, and they have some spears. Right. So they That's actually awesome. like like ripped apart some of the roas and unfluffed them a bit so it looks like their guts are getting that speared out of really them which funny. i thought that was awesome really really funny i remember seeing that atlas table yeah the atlas table looks so cool it's a big round glass table mm-hmm. and it's like got two layers kind of like a sandwich and in the middle it's of course the map device but then it's the actual map of Rayclast or everything that's there right underneath the glass too. So that's really, really cool. It says, I can see Oriath there. Yeah, really neat. Are and you the shaper, right a life-size shaper. Yep. With scroll, the bell. Sc- oh, man. Scroll to the last picture that shows like the... Uh, the Yeah, the stained glass. Stained glass. Get that guy a new chair. GGG. <laughs> <laughs> the little details that you miss when you're like, hey, and check out the windows and you don't pay attention to what, or it's like you get them to clear their desk, but then you get that, yeah, that really rundown chair. Do you know, want to know what that chair tells me? That guy's, what? whoever sits at that spot, their job is probably really frustrating because what it means, what, what I see in that picture is somebody who's constantly going like this. Oh, yeah, keeps like leaning their, their head, head back. back over and over and <laughs> the, over. The, the headrest of this yeah. chair is very worn in but worn yeah out. get that guy a new chair yeah. come on and uh above the table is that the shaper mm, i'm gonna say yes looks like it maybe i didn't know the shaper had a bell but still really cool i do like the uh unused power card power bar right there you got it hey everybody needs just that power bar there that's just, just waiting mm-hmm. just ready so it's good no and i like it actually one thing that i actually thought was really neat in these pictures was there's like no walls everything's windows mm-hmm like an office space, conference space, other people's, every, everything. It's just like into the break room. It's just glass everywhere, windows. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they have closed door meetings, but it gives the impression of like no secrets. It's all one big community. You're allowed for distractions if you see people having a, you know, a dance party in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, I like that a lot. I didn't mean to. Uh-oh. That was my mistake. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I do remember seeing some of that stuff. What else we the got? The customer support team is hiring, and that's Ugh. not really news for the general world because it's only for New Zealand. But mm. I absolutely love every single post where it's only for New Zealand people. The rest of the world's like, oh, if I could only be there. Oh, I was just, can you make an exception? Oh, I'd be. Yeah. Hmm, cool. Anyway. Yep. Um. So 
This one was really interesting to me. Path of Exile. So you know how Path of Exile posted um, kind of a nice summary of lore. They had a whole bunch of links related to a bunch right. of different mm -hmm. um, league mechanics, right? Like Expedition and Legion and all that kind of stuff. And so they had a whole bunch of links that were that gave you some good depth on the lore of the game. And so it gets you thinking like, OK, yeah, so Expedition, like that whole background of that story, not necessarily the league mechanic, but that background's important to what's coming up in Path of Exile, too. And so then you have all these other ones. There was quite a few links in there and I still haven't gotten around to doing it. I had a busy week, but I definitely have it on my task list to go through those and just read through them kind of like a book. Uh, they had another one posted just similar to that, but it wasn't lore related. It said Game Mechanics Q&A Roundup. And that to me was really interesting because why would you... And this isn't uh, criticism, but I'm thinking like with Path of Exile 2 coming out, why would I want a mechanic refresher? It could be just filler though too, right? It literally It very could be. well could be. I do, I, it very well could be. But And there was only four links on here. There was a Q&A. They're all Q&As. Uh, it was a Q&A from... 2022 2021 oh a second one from 2021 but then another one from june 2016 there it was chris doing the responses as far as we know or at least doing the post as opposed to uh mark maybe it was and i just misread it but still like and i was thinking like what is still left in the game from 2016 i guess basics like i saw some questions about how different conversions work and the order of them so that there couldn't be a weird loop and that kind of stuff and they were a little bit there wasn't like very many skill specific questions in there mm -hmm. but yeah so it just got me thinking like uh, we're getting a game mechanics round i mean yeah you're right it could be fluff but i keep thinking of poe2 this is intentional what's the what's the point so like why would we want to refresh the mechanics if they were going to be changing anything so maybe they're not you know my nerd brain starts like hey what's the point of this mm -hmm. outside of the point of what's literally there like what are they thinking about it what's right the purpose so yeah, so that was uh, that was kind of fun to skim through and remind yourself on. And then, of course, Justin, have you seen this teaser? They came out with a second teaser. So remember last week? I think it was was it um, last week they had the only and first teaser that they've had since XLCon come out. Right? It was mm -hmm. the one from Summer Game Fest. Yep, that was released, and Naga, it was the Haga, witch, Haga. or we assume the witch, mm -hmm. uh, running around doing some cool spells. And so we had our comments on that, and then. Between us recording that episode and After Dark, they came out with a tweet that oh, unintentionally yeah, disappointed us right. both, right? Mm -hmm. Because GGG tweeted that, but much later after the video came out. So if you subscribe to GGG on YouTube and you follow their Twitter and you get notifications for both, you got the YouTube notification that this video has been posted right after it was shown at Summer Game Fest, which was like, in our time like 11 30 a.m and then it was like 5 p.m right i'm gonna five or six hours later where ggg tweets their own hey look at this video so we thought it was a new video and it wasn't it was the same video mm -hmm. so uh anyway it was kind of funny because they already tweeted it out they just retweeted summer game fest thing the first time so we were like oh sweet a second one and then it wasn't and we were all kind of bummed and so we laughed about that a little bit in after dark well, they actually came out with the second teaser video this week. I haven't seen it. Was it good? Oh, well, I will wait. I will watch it with you. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the movements are really cool. I wasn't finished uh -huh. <laughs> watching it again. I have two other things to add to it. So hang on. So 
Is that Dodri at the end? Kind of look like Dodri. Uh, well, I don't know, because the last video I thought that Nagamakanatui was the enemy, but it ended up being the location. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's Doji. No, I think Doji looks quite different. And uh, also, Doji doesn't, like, wallow around in that kind of sludge, you know? Well, maybe she's upgrading. Maybe but... she's also, like, really dead, because I think we kill her seven times in the other game. That's, I mean, seven's got to be enough. I don't think it's enough. Uh, the animations look very cool. Like the Amazing. movement style of the uh, like the gameplay looked very cool, looked very fluid. Again, this is kind of like what I said for the last one, though, too. If that's sort of the style of the game that they're going for it to be endgame, I'm excited. I'm just concerned that that's like an act two thing. And you know what I mean? Like I, I mentioned and it's that just going to have the exact same feel that into, we, yeah. Mm, so, but yeah, that I, I'm sure cool. that these are not endgame. I'm uh, yeah, I would assume this is all campaign. It's gotta be, sure. Uh, but it, what the the reason uh, the only reason I say that too is that what it looked so cool like the movement when they're doing the skills the you know the dancing around the flips he was doing the jabbing um, that would get entirely lost in today's end game of Poe where you don't sure. you just would never see it so it did look very cool though yeah it so did. I'm excited it did I hope there's that same level of knowledge isn't the right word but knowing what you're doing and feeling like you have control over your location of where you're going kind of like in here like they, they know what they're doing that you know it's their choice whether they're putting themselves into a tricky spot whether they're moving back or forward but it's still it's a very controlled circumstance right and despite the fact that you love killing hordes of enemies hopefully however it is that they've designed it you still feel like that when the enemy quantity is ramped up quite mm -hmm. a lot so i hear you look very cool uh, there was another role in there. Did mm -hmm. you see it? I did, yeah. I'm curious like, what that's like. It, like, obviously intentional, and they only did it one or two times. Once, I noticed anyway. And But then there was a lot of other movement skills, but they were part of um, yeah, attacks other or damage, whatever. right? Mm -hmm. Like, there was a dash, per se, and it did like the killing blow flip. on one of the first big enemy. Right, and then a lot of the other spells again, they jump you back. So that was one thing that I noticed. There was a lot more movement in the, I'm going to say casts. I don't know if they're attacks or spells, but there was a lot more movement for the character actually moving you around the map with each cast, and including some that deal good damage. Well, I mean, I assume they do good damage because sure. they did the killing blow. Maybe there was one life left, and it was like, hi but, you know, like maybe, you know, when people are concerned about if there's going to be movement skills or not, maybe it's just there's going to be a plethora of movement skills, but they're just normal spells or attacks. You know what I mean? They're not designed to be movement skills. They're designed to be part of your arsenal of damage. You know what I mean? And then maybe that dodge is what every character gets, no matter who you're planning. But then based on how, you know, how much decks or int you have, you only have access to certain ones, but they're based. I don't know, I guess. I guess a lot of the movement skills now technically have damage associated to them as well. So who knows? Who knows? But that was definitely something I noticed. A lot more movement just from dealing damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a part really of cool. the damage dealing experience. Yeah. And what we didn't notice, we didn't say this last time, but I don't think she said as much as this character did. But the voice acting is very uh, different. Very new actor, character. Yeah. Right. It all and, sounded really great. Again. Yeah, it does. really did. And this character referenced Atziri. Now, I'm not lore savvy. Who follows Atziri? Who follows? 
Did you yeah. say? Oh, good lord! I don't have a freaking like clue. out of all the characters that we have in the game now. Nineteen ascendancies. Who care? Who cares about it, Ziri? I honestly could not tell you. I just well, know I guess how to kill it's her. not. It's not characters, though, is it? It's it's classes. Like the Marauder is uh, Tukohama, right? So I'm trying to think of who it would be. So maybe that was an example of a new class, right? People talking, whoever at Ziri would be disgusted by this. Was or that a javelin they were carrying? Looked like a javelin. Uh, it looked like a staff to me. Stave, no, staff. Staff is singular. No, Stave it was javelin. plural. And the uh, cyclone move looked really cool. Yeah, it was... Um, used it a few times, but it wasn't... It, it was wasn't like, like a, a one-time spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move forward, one-time spin. Yeah, that looked really neat. Yep. Um, another thing that I was nervous about, and I actually watched this video quite a few times and rewound it just to be sure. Um, one of the characters, it was like, it looked almost like a little Elden Ring character. I had the really big pot belly in the first fight that they were doing. I was casting and doing like those fire explosions that were around. I rewound it quite a few times to make sure because one of those explosions, two of them happened after all the characters were dead. And I'm like, you got it. Do not. No, mm-mm. no on death effects. No, but I, I think it was just a residual like spell. Like they cast it, sure. then they died, and then the explosion happened. But I rewound it like six <laughs> times when I first saw the video to me. Like, so, so far in both videos, there have been no. There will be on death, death effect. I guarantee you there no will be way. on death effect. No way, Justin. No way. 100%. Everyone will quit. I'm starting it. A, a boycott. It will happen. On death effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, last one. Uh, the charge that was dancing around the character. Mm-hmm. It yeah, looked blue. really nice. Yeah. I mean, assuming it's a power charge because it's a little blue orb floating around the individual, but looked really cool. Very different. Yeah, I liked it, a lot. Did. it But it also made me curious if it is the same thing, because I would have thought for that style of character for where we're watching, I would have seen maybe a green charge for, you know. A frenzy charge for attack speed or something. So I don't know. Mm. I was kind of curious going like, oh, well, so is that actually a crit focus? Thing? I don't know. That's just where my head went with regards to yeah. like the, the power charge. But I hope yeah, it's it did... something new. That would be cool if the charges were different. Well, you know, this is to go back. I think this was a conversation that we had last week. I think it was an after dark where your hope, one of your hopes for the new ascendancies coming out is that y- you're ascending to be that character like you want something special mm-hmm. from that that's specific to that ascendancy so let's say i mean we don't know what the new ascendancies are going to be but let's say you're ascending to become a shadow well you want the ascendancy to make you actually feel like a shadow not just have random things and so we use the example of fortification the um keystone that the champion has where you just automatically get 20 stacks of fortification well, that's not champion specific. That's just any like you could add, put that on the juggernaut and that would make sense. You could put that on any uh, you could put that on the gladiator. That would make sense. Like, it's just a defensive attribute that yep. a defensive thing. Was so that it's an after not, dark conversation. I can't remember. I, I don't remember, man. They all blend together. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. So it's like there's there's some stuff in the current game that lets you feel like, yeah, OK, I'm a guardian. Yes, I'm a necromancer. There's like, a that's purpose to specific, why you went there. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other ascendancies and keystones where anyone could have it it's just they had to throw crit specific one on the assassin they had to throw this on the other one you know what i mean like it's more generic and not saying that's the way i want it to go or not i'd have to put a lot of thought into it and of course see what the whole picture looks like but um there's some 
ascendancies in our current game that give specific charges. For example, the gladiator has challenger charges. Mm -hmm. Right. So that would be really cool if some of these new ascendancies also had specific charges to their ascendancy that made it feel extra special, whoever it is that follows its theory. But one thing that I noticed and that you pointed out now, I mean, I guess anyone can get a power charge if it's a power charge, but if it's a power charge, right? You're in base, right? They were doing lots of spells, but there was also, I mean, that cyclone looked melee. I mean, Reeve in our game is a spell, I think. But they it looks used melee something that looked ground slammy a couple times too. Yeah, it almost yeah. looked like ice shot, but it was like them punching the ground. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it looked like a nice mix of, it looked like, uh, melee and spell based. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, I don't know, someone who follows at Ziri on the inside of the tree... A dude witch. Oh, you obviously know they're going to come out with a warlock. How do you come out with 19 new ascendancies and not one of them is called warlock? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, look cool. And warlocks, warlocks are either bald, have dreads, or have a ponytail. Uh, There's naturally. no other way to have a warlock. So, oh, you, except long white hair. Do we think Straight. we expect... Like, should we be expecting these sort of teasers then? Like, the fact that they've yes. released two now, I feel like this is going to be something that they're going to do consistently now leading up to ExileCon. We should look at the... Let me quickly check if you're not at a, running out of time here. I want to check to see the... Oh, I don't think YouTube shows exact dates, do, do they? Shows release dates. This one was released on... Four days ago. And seven days ago. Yeah. Hmm. So there's there was a three day gap between them. There's I don't no way they can keep that per pace week. out. Yeah. No, no, no. But like even I was gonna say not even one a week, but if they did one a week, that's still That's a lot. Xalcon is five weeks away. Yeah. Maybe that's a six. Lot. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you do that, you're coming out with nineteen new ascendancies. And if you do a one minute video for as long as they keep Six them very more. vague like that. Like, I like this where you just, it, get, it just leaves you with questions. Sure. I'm, I like that. It did not yeah. answer a single thing. We didn't get any information. We just got questions. And I like that. I'm all right with that. Exactly. And I love, or, or I would be fine with if that, you know how some of the act one stuff they went through at XLCon and you come across that enemy with a big bell and you're like running through multiple areas. I'd be fine if they showed the same content. Like, I hope they don't feel pressured to show, keep showing new, new content. Like, show, I mean, don't show that exact same clip you did. I mean, show that boss again, right? You're coming up to that boss, but it's a different character now. And yeah, I'd be, that would cool. be awesome. I'm mm -hmm. down. Getting jiggy with it. So yep. yeah, that was, uh, that was really cool. Anyway, the Adziri thing is my big question. Yeah, I don't know enough about Laura. I wouldn't, Damn. no clue. And uh, what else? Did oh, no, play? that was that was it. No, Did I didn't. Uh, this week I was loaded with chores and then I kept falling asleep. And then when uh, F123 was available for a free trial before because we bought it, but it became available uh, 9 p.m. last night for us on the Pacific Coast. So um, I EA access members get free trials for games that are coming out. So I was using those five free hours. Is to, it five um, total played hours or like five hours from the time you click the button to install it? Total played. Okay. Um, well, that's actually pretty good. It is. Yes. Um, you do need to make sure because on the Xbox, you can have suspended states. So you have to oh, make sure that you actually, count towards it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dang. And, but that's a user fault. And I have, I mean, if you're one of those users where it's like, oh, but I turned the Xbox off and every Xbox owner knows exactly what a full shutdown or suspended state or the quick resume option that's sure. on an Xbox. So 
Hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, but no, it's full and it's from start to finish, right? So it's not like you know it rounds up or down to the closest hour. If you were, you know, two and a half hours in, it's not going to pretend it's two. So yeah, no, I did a lot of um, prepping for Formula One so that I'm ready on Monday. So I didn't get a chance so to excited. play. But good week for it because GG came out with a video. You played Diablo, and I have uh, a reference to one of Bex's tweets that she sent to Enki a while ago that I want to bring up again because it's good timing. All right, cool. Let's talk about Diablo 4 for a little bit, or not Let's. too long, but I'm going to bring it up. So I did end up buying it. I played it this week. I played it a bit. Uh, I uh, I got, uh, I started with a Necromancer. What? Just? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I was like, I don't, I didn't know enough about the game. I hadn't looked into like all the classes and stuff. And it's, that's a class I tended to not touch in past Diablos and Diablo three even. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to play this style. So I did play it and I, I, it's, so I actually think that Diablo four is a, it's a good game. Like they did a good job of making it. I have some issues with it, but like the, the, progression through the the story the story i don't know the lore and people will get mad at me for saying this but the the story was stupid like i i just thought it was dumb i literally had to kill the same boss he just it to me and again i'm not a lore person so maybe this is some diablo lore i love diablo 2 i liked the diablo 3 but i did not play them because of the story i liked the game i liked that style of playing the game so i did not i don't i love the cutscenes. although i will say I always thought Blizzard's cutscenes were just miles better than everyone. They were always like the pinnacle of cutscenes. Diablo 2 even was amazing. Diablo 3 was incredible. Diablo 4s are good, but we've gotten to a point now in video games where I'm like, all right, it's not great. It's not blowing me away because there's just, there's not, they, they can't be at that next level above everybody right. else because everybody's sort of up there. So the cutscenes were good, but they weren't, they didn't blow me away. They're just uh, but, as great as they've always been. Yeah, they were great, but they were as great as like watching anybody else's cutscenes now. Like most of them are, you know, everybody's kind of up to that sort of that level. So, uh, sorry, what was I saying? The okay, the lore. I don't get it. The you story were telling to me, me how amazing I am, and you, you love my muscles. You, yeah, they're huge. Uh, the story was to me stupid, like sexy. If I feel like it's lazy, and again. I'm reiterating, I don't know the lore, so don't crucify me for saying like, wow, that's supposed to happen. Okay, how hard is it to write a story of like, all right, this guy's going to be immortal and you're not going to know he's immortal until you kill him 700 freaking times and then we'll direct <laughs> the story to telling you why he's immortal. I just thought that was so, that's lazy to me. Like, I, I find that lazy to just constantly make me fight the same boss over and over and over and over and over. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I also hate bosses that have additional phases like Melania in uh is it Melania in Elden Ring have you fought her yet yep yep awful like when you Crushed finally her. are like oh my god I did it and then she's like rises from the freaking ground you're like <laughs> no <laughs> you know what that's funny though on a side note that is something that I think I can give a complete exclusion to from software for it like Dark Souls and Elden Ring yeah yeah, yeah sure I that is a trademark for them that I love because you're just you're so, if you didn't know the boss ahead of time, you're like, 
Oh, it's like your 20th try. I finally did it. Oh, that was so yeah, you tough. Put the controller you like, down, yeah, you're like you, stretching yeah. your fingers and then and it's you like, like ah. paste out your Estes flasks, all your drinks, your health potions yeah. to make sure that you like, and you're like, there's some stressful times where you're like, I'm not going to drink yet. I'm saving yeah. them. And then you're like down to your last one. You finally beat them. And that was only phase one. Yeah. So uh, uh, I do want you to get back to that. But my favorite from software boss has three phases. It's one mm. of the DLCs from Dark Souls three. Mm. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, I, uh, the, I so I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of the phase thing, but uh, I will say like their boss fights are good. Like it's telegraphed, you know what's happening. You can see all the stuff on the ground, and that's even I started. So I was playing the necromancer. I tried playing with minions. Their minion system is actually pretty cool. I actually think you would like their minion system because okay. the way that it works is you have skeletons, mages, and a golem that you unlock as you go through, but it's all one skill. And you, as you level up, you unlock three different versions of the skeleton warrior, of a skeleton warrior style melee, three different versions of a mage, and three different versions of a golem. And in your selection, and yeah, so in your selection, you pick, do I want to have, for my skeleton uh, warriors, do I want a defender, do I want a reaper, or do I want whatever, I can't remember the third one's called. But then also within each of those three, they have three sub parts where you can alter the way that that, what does that minion do? But when you're summoning your minions, it's just one button and it summons all of your skeleton fighters first, then the mages and the golems automatic. It's actually, you don't, the golem always auto responds uh, within 20 seconds if it happens to die. So they all have their own health bars too. They can die. They do, yeah. But you also, what's cool is have the option within that section for each minion type that you pick, you could choose instead to sacrifice the minion, which means you don't summon that minion anymore, but you get a bonus to yourself. Every time you summon them? Nope. It's just permanent. It's just a passive mm -hmm. bonus okay. that you just get. Um, so if you, because like if you want to play more like a, yeah. a, a solo player, but you also have to take that on the tree. So you have, or no, you have to take that you buff those on the tree. So like, I actually think that their character design is very good. There's whatever, five or six classes, but they're so different. I've only played two, but I was really impressed with how different they felt like very, very different, it, like entirely different. The way that the characters are built, the, what the stuff that you see, uh, like necromancers, I, I didn't even realize they're the only ones that see corpses. None of the other classes even see corpses because necromancers can use the corpses. That's interesting. So the, the, I thought the character design was really good. I thought the story was fine. The progression was pretty good. Like I felt clean going through it. Um, I'm trying to remember the stuff that I like because I am going to mention the stuff I don't like as well. But I think one thing too, I'm going to, in general, I've had a good time. I did create a second character because I wanted to see how the whole process worked with like skipping the campaign like how did they set that up so that was my barbarian i made a barbarian second uh, and so I, you did pass the campaign with the witch i passed the campaign and i got actually decent so there's four tiers of difficulty i'm on the second to last one you have to get it's it's a grind to level like a a pretty serious grind to level and that's actually a bit of the part where i'm i have a bit of a problem with it but i also don't i you know I could see, I was talking with Ethan last night because he played it. I If I played this game like I played Path of Exile, I would get bored 
of it. It's I don't feel like it's a great game to just be grinding and playing all the time because it's for me personally, I would get a bit bored. What I did have to I had there were a couple things I had to have like weird conversations with myself. One, I, I do find myself often comparing it to Path of Exile, but I actually think the two games are just their own games like Diablo 4 yes. and Path of Exile. They are while they're in the same genre of a game, they are so different and that's fine like that's you don't a good play thing. them for the same reasons right like diablo is very it is much more chill you can just go in and just you know you don't have to th overly think you can you, I mean, you can screw things up i can change my build i just need gold it's not that hard to like swap out everything within my build i just may have to adjust my gear a bit and that's actually one thing that they've got down very well and path of exile people might go oh it's boring but no it's not I don't want to see 4,000 things on the ground, and I don't. Diablo is very simple when it comes to its gear. Very simple, and I like it. It's really easy to understand. Is there variety with the items? Yeah. Like, is there a value yep, to picking things up? They all have roles. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, well, because not only that, but then you, for the stuff that you're maybe not going to keep, you need to break it down so that you're going to have the stuff to upgrade the stuff you want to keep. And so it's, uh, like, they've done a good job of, of making it simple, but also adding this aspect of where you, well, I say this aspect, they've added these things called aspects, which is like an enchant that you can put on your gear that completely ch changes your build based on which ones you get. Some are random. You just have to wait till you find them, but you can take them off of legendaries that they roll on and then save them and roll, put them onto another legendary later, but you only get to do it one time. So like they've done a good job of figuring out this balance of gear and not feeling like it's the stress of trying to figure it out. Their tree is, it's fine. It's actually fine. It's like, it's, it just flows. You got like a core skill, a basic skill, you know, it, it, it's, it, the way it flows is easy. It's understandable. It's not confusing like path of Excel can be with their tree. This is very, very simple. And unless you're probably like pushing the end game, super difficult content, you're not going to screw it up. Like you can, it's very easy to fix is, okay. is what I'm saying. So, uh, so I did beat it. I started playing it. I got into the third tier of difficulty i still have one more tier to get to but it got a bit, yeah it got a little bit it got a little bit boring but what i was saying with regards to like having this you know it, sometimes where i was comparing them i had to stop doing that because i was like well this is not path of exile it's just a totally different experience what i will say though is when i was having issues or problems with the game things that were frustrating me I Problem definitely with your daughter i was definitely way more critical of blizzard than i would be of of grinding your games and it's happened quite often we have a league come out doesn't go well things are bad and my my comment is quite often they're gonna get it they're gonna fix it it's gonna come out fine and so You're i was re thinking, referencing ggg yeah you know a new league yeah. comes out something's not working blah blah blah. and i was thinking to okay. myself like why am i like should i be giving that same leniency to them but no i realized like i paid a hundred dollars for this game I didn't, yeah. like, Path of Exile Make it free. right and make it I right. I chose to forgive them money for MTX stuff, but I had to pay a hundred Canadian dollars for the base level of their game. I should not have where I'm trying to ride on a horse and because I'm trying to cross a bridge, their collision doesn't work. I can't, my horse gets stuck all the time trying to run around in the open world. That's annoying as heck to me. The lag is horrible brutal it's brutal sometimes i don't know is what's it a permanent on. online game yes always online um and then i actually don't i i wasn't sure what my thought would be towards the open world 
the open world concept is cool, except that their open world is huge. And they've got like 20 waypoints across the open world. So if I want to go do a dungeon, which is like maps or whatever, yeah. I can't just go do it. I got to like find out which waypoint's closest and then I'm going to have to run there. And, and it, you're probably going to be skipping all those enemies to get there. You, you do. You just I'm running straight through the enemies that are in the open world to get to the dungeon. Now, there are events that are happening within the open world and there's different things you can do, which are fine. But the, it wasn't. It wasn't sort of the same experience that I thought I was going to get from this idea of this open world. And one of the thing that just kills me is they've added these things called Lilith shrines. Okay, so there's there's all these different things within the game that you're leveling up as you play, right? Like you have to just progress and progress and progress. That's the idea. It's grindy. There's in each in each section of the map, there's five levels that you can progress that section and you do it by doing dungeons, doing quests. But one of the things is finding these Lilith statues. They're just a little statue that's got a red glow on it. Okay. Okay. And in each zone, there's like four or five zones. There's anywhere from like 25 to 40 of these statues, right? You, they give you permanent bonuses to your stats. Lilith statues give you permanent bonuses permanent to your stats. Permanent okay. bonuses to your stats, but they're not visible on the map. And they purposely are hidden in different things. I'm using a third party website to track where these things are. And you have to do <clears> them <throat> to get the bonus. And you have to get the bonus to build up your character because there's the Paragon leveling, which happens at the, after 50. There, But there, I just was like, and when I created a new character, they wanted me to go and find those statues again. And I was like, no, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I am not clicking on those statues again to go through every single zone. It's not quick and they're not visible. So anyway, I just thought huh. that that was stupid as heck. Um, I created the second character. You get to skip the campaign. You basically just go to the, the starting world and that's it. You're, you're not any level and you can just go do dungeons and explore. You just don't have to do the campaign. So, so do you, are you, you spray your like still level one? Yeah. You're still level but the one. The dungeons are scaled to you. Well, because you you have to progress in. You have to complete a certain dungeon to unlock the third, and then another dungeon to unlock the fourth difficulty. So you're you're capped at either um, difficulty one or two at the beginning anyway, whether you create a character okay. and play the campaign or not. Uh, but then the zones, that like they've done a good job of that too. The zones in the beginning are the ones close to you are sort of like tailored towards your level. But as you level out level them, then they scale to your level. So you're always as you're leveling up, you're always fighting in zones that are scaled to you. Same with the dungeons, which that's great unless it's over leveled. If it's over leveled, that's just on you. But you can't ever do something under leveled, which is good. Um, but yeah, it, you know, what? it was it's a fun experience. It is not something that I could play all the time. And there are some things that I really liked in it, though, like every class just has a button for a dodge or like a move. And okay. you just hit that button and it's a dodge. I also was thinking while I was playing it, you know, if that was a game you and I were playing together, it would work to play multiplayer. A hundred percent out of the box. No problems. I cannot do anything to just fly through the game. We're always running together. You're always in a party. XP is literally entire dungeon wide so it doesn't matter how close we are or not 
So you did some multiplayer and tried no, some stuff out? No, that I looked online because I was curious okay. how that was. I didn't I didn't play anything with other people. Um, I well, also, that is cool to know. I don't like that there is some stuff in that game that forces multiplayer. Like you, there's mm. some of the events that like if you want to fight some of the world monster world bosses, I haven't done one, but you like just MMO style events where you wait 15 minutes for the timer to oh, run down and great timed events are, I think they're the dumbest things. I've, they're so stupid. First off, world bosses spawn. I don't even know when, but they're on weird timers, but they have these things called hell tides that happen. They're timed events that you have to go and compete in. You kill you, whatever you do missions while you're in the area that happens to get a hell tide when the hell tide ends which i think it runs for an hour the next hell tide just there's no more hell tides now it's just gone and then it's gone until it respawns which the game doesn't tell you but they've somebody's created a website that now tracks those hell tides and it's just gone for the next hour and 20 minutes so you just you do nothing if that was what you wanted to focus on you just don't do it. You got to wait till the next one spawns and then you can go and do it. I don't, I don't, I, I'm just not a fan of that stuff. Like I want to sit down and play the game. Just let me play the game. I don't want to be like, shit, it's not coming up for 20 more minutes. Mm. And the only reason I knew that was because I went to another website. So again, yeah, yeah, I, I think the game itself was fun. I did have a good time playing it and it's not Path of Exile and I'm okay with that. And it, it's a good, uh, you know, just other game to play. The character design is great. I think they've done a really good job with the character design. Okay. And uh, it, it, yeah, it's fun. But I do have, I did have some issues and frustrations with it. Mostly, though, it was just the fact that the movement on the horse was one of the stupidest things. And in an open world game where that's how I have to get around, I was like, you guys should have nailed this. Like, this should right. not be this stupid. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, it's something that I'll probably pop up and play every now and then because I would like to progress my necromancer further into the difficulty and try that higher difficulty but it is long man it's so long hmm. to level up like to get to that point where i can even get to the hardest difficulty i would easily get the red maps by the time that i could get to this easily just hmm. grinding wise so and then also to like let's say i do a dungeon and maybe i want to just farm that dungeon because i like the I think the style that they've created is pretty cool, but if I wanted to spam, uh, spam a dungeon because I'm getting good XP from this dungeon or whatever, right? Just treat it as a map. I have to exit the game and reload the game to do the dungeon again. Really? Right? There's it, no I have just to leave to the to the player screen and then reload my player. I can't just, you know, like in Path of Exile, control click to load a new version. It's time. It's a time thing to, or your character has to leave the game. Uh, sorry, correction. It's why. You go up to the gate, and then when it's no, I don't know highlighted, you hit, you hit Y. <laughs> Is it Y? Control yeah. click for everybody else. But uh, So yeah, that's a bit annoying, because if I'm like, well, this dungeon has you know, been pretty good. And then also, I, I haven't paid much attention, because I don't even know where people see it, but I have read stuff online. Apparently, Blizzard's been going pretty heavy on nerfing stuff that they find is too strong for people. So like, if people found a specific dungeon that was working really well for leveling up or whatever... They've been pretty heavy in trying to slow people down from being able to level. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a good game if you're just going to pick it up and play it a little bit. If you are a grindy type person that wanted to play it nonstop, I think for me personally, I, it, I would get bored quite quick. Because in this week, there were a couple times where I was like, I'm not really interested in playing. I'm going to do something else right now. And that's not a great feeling when you spent 100 bucks on the game. And I do really like the Diablo franchise. Like I like 
Yeah. Um, that sort of stuff. So. You like the game, you paid a hundred bucks and you're like, eh. Yeah, I and that's not bad. Maybe I just go like, oh, I played it too much, but I haven't played it in the last two days. But I'm like, oh, I don't really want, I don't really feel like getting into it. So, but it, uh, yeah, I did have a lot of fun playing it. It's, I had to just get over the fact that it's completely separate and it is not fair to compare the two. Like they are just so different. Yes, there are some, you know, overlapping things, but I think the idea that Diablo 4 was going to come out and just kill PoE, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to do very well for Blizzard. But I don't think either of them takes anyone out. Uh, they're very, they're just, it's a different style of playing a, 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 a same genre. Yeah. So, so. in terms of um, the monotony of the game, but the ability to skip the campaign, do you care that you can skip the campaign with your character? Because like, now well, you're doing yeah. level one and game content per se, right? Or difficulty one. Does that feel the same? Would you rather just go through the campaign when that's how they start you? Since because they're not starting you at, you know, like let's say with Path of Exile, if we they wanted us, if they, if we wanted them to skip the campaign, they would set us at what, like character level 68 or something, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not getting that, you're still having to kind of, in a way, start from scratch when you're leveling. Do you care that you get to skip the campaign? Uh, well, so... Yeah, the thing is, if I was to skip the campaign, that was a, that's a good question because I was kind of thinking that too when I was when I did the skipping of the campaign. It does not seem right that Path of Exile would let you skip the campaign in your sixty five. So they would have to find some way to like that you could do end game content at a lower level, and maybe that's not a good thing because then maybe you would actually burn out even faster because you're doing it. I will say in Diablo though, if I had if I had somebody else who was playing the game and like i played with them consistently then this would actually be a great system because yes i come in at level one but I, they can just drag me to the high content i stand in the dungeon they go quickly kill everything i'm going to level up to 50 in like an hour or two so i'm fine with that that's uh, that's all right but when you're playing as a solo player it's kind of tough because what i'm doing right now is just running through the zones doing the dungeons it's fine because i am learning the character which is probably a good thing Right? Like I'm not just all of a sudden going to be 50 and now I have to try and figure the character out. I'm learning the character as I go through, which is probably a better way to figure it out. But in Path of Exile, I wouldn't, it's kind of tough because I wouldn't need that anymore. I don't need to learn the character. I know the character, how I want to set them up. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. Hmm. I don't know where I fall on that one, but I do like the option to skip the campaign. But I think in my head, I had a, an idea in my head that I would be skipping the campaign and being ready to do the higher content right like you get those free skill points per se like we would mm -hmm. say in path of exile yeah to me i would only bother the, the only reason i would want to skip the campaign is to save me the time well and it does, like though. if i'm leveling different then it doesn't really i'd rather just go through the campaign again right like if i'm not the, actually yeah. going to be level 68 by skipping the campaign in path of exile i'll just go through the campaign there's no Point well, the it. nice thing is I don't like the campaign, so I can just go run through the zones and hit dungeons as I'm going and just do the dungeons. True. So that's fine because I'm not at least locked in because if I started the campaign, that's it. I'm doing the whole campaign before I can do it. And the campaign to me was annoying, just constantly fight. And I also did not want to fight that end game boss again. I just didn't enjoy that sure. the last fight. So All right. Some perks there. Yeah. Um, I know we got to take off, but I can ask you two more questions. Yep. Do it. What was the difficulty of Diablo like as you're like, did you actually find it difficult? Did you need to pay attention or were you always in a way that you were kind of like, 
just slightly overpowered so you never needed to worry uh nope i well i I, so there's two difficulties you can play with at the beginning there's level one then there's level two which is it's a little bit tougher but you get a bit more xp and gold i played on the easiest version because i was like well i'm gonna see how this goes and i didn't see a value to like 10 percent xp and 20 percent gold or whatever like i was like i'm i'm just gonna do it Uh, and it was fine like i was able to go through and set up my build however i wanted you get the upgrades all the time so it was pretty easy to figure out there were some boss fights where you had to like you know be paying attention but the general gist of the the stuff was pretty easy i will say though when i got into the barbarian i was laughing with ethan last night one thing i did not have to deal with with the necromancer that i'm having to try and figure out how to deal with with barbarian is ranged enemies with my necromancer i'd never cared i i leveled up with minions through the whole thing so that didn't really come into play now in the barbarian i'm like god there's like stupid ranged people attacking me so i will say also too i never got hit by off-screen damage i saw <gasps> everything that was gonna hit me are you serious is, mm-hmm. oh my goodness ggg please if you listen to an hour 10 into this episode please oh my goodness no, nothing ever uh, nothing ever killed me from off the screen so that's glorious yeah, that, the difficulty was fine though i thought they did the, it, it get it ramps up though when you get into endgame if you start pushing into the third and fourth difficulty there is a substantial difficulty and you can also like buff the dungeons through these other items those made a huge difference in difficulty but that was on me that was my choice to make them harder Hmm. and the last question that i wrote down while you're going through that and that was all very informative too i'm really glad you went through and talked talked about that no 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 no. that's not what i meant at all i'm glad you did Uh, and you did it so thoroughly that i only had two questions when you were done Mm -hmm. what's the other one um the boss telegraphing Mm -hmm. that's kind of um a topic that comes up with poe stuff right because there's some bosses do great a great job at telegraphing other enemies or bosses do not of course crits look exactly the same that kind of stuff so what was the telegraphing like in your boss fights and did the very obvious nature of how blizzard does their telegraphing was it too easy were the bosses still challenging despite the fact they had telegraphs so bosses and enemies everything was very telegraphed like even huge slams from a random mob or frozen something that was about to freeze you everything was very 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 visually able to be seen Uh, and you every class has this one dodge ability so that you can dodge out of the way of whatever those things are but it wasn't too easy because you also had to be careful that you weren't locked in an animation or you had just started to do some sort of cast or some sort of whatever that you had or they maybe you had used your dodge already so you had to you had to be a little bit careful but everything there's was a cool able yes oh yeah. i like that there's a cooldown and a cap to how many charges of that dodge you can have so oh, okay so it's like our our cooldown charge skills right like yes there's a cooldown but you can use it a certain amount of times but that cooldown's like one second and it keeps adding a charge to a cap okay mm-hmm. but cool. but i i don't think i've ever seen it more than three but uh so they were all really good to see however what i will say i've only played the necro and the barbarian uh the the necro the skill that i was using was a corpse explosion uh skill that i turned into a shadow based damage and for some reason they made it so that that skill 
covers the ground and you see nothing. I, I don't really understand why Blizzard would do that when everything else, every other skill gives you full clarity of what's happening around you. That skill fills my screen with black. Like I literally could not, if I was doing, and that's how I was doing most of my damage, a, a lot of times I wouldn't even know what was happening on the ground. So that was a bit annoying because everything else skill-wise was very clear. Very, very, very clear that I'd played. Same with the Barbarian now so far. I could see everything. For some reason, they made this one skill just like shit black all over. And then when you're playing in multiplayer, because there's some events that I would run to do, apparently they saw that too. So they would see my big black ugly sludges. Also, you're just screwing everybody. I think you have to Team. be in a party for them to have for them to see it, but still, that's I think that's very silly. Like, give it an outline or something, or make it up at least a little bit opaque so that I can see stuff behind it. But yeah, no, I thought the stuff was actually pretty well tuned with regards to having to avoid stuff, and it wasn't spammy, and there was always always a build up to it. It wasn't like I just got hit with something crazy. It was like, yep. I mean, you get hit with like minor attacks, that's fine, but like any of the big stuff. You saw it coming. Okay. But you did find that you still had to pay attention. Otherwise, it'd be deadly. Like it wasn't something where it would it was kill like you. easy to move out of the way. No, it would kill you. There were a number of them okay. that if you got hit by them, it would kill you. Maybe it would stun you or whatever it was. Freeze you, hmm. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing all that. And that um, feel bad for Last Epoch now. <laughs> Blast Epoch, I don't know how it was actually made, but it seems like it was made by angry PoE players back in the day. Well, I don't think it gained enough traction in time because now Path of Exile 2 is coming out, and then that's just going to absolutely slaughter Last Epoch. Well, I mean, Diablo 4 was always going to be a big... I think it was the highest selling game Blizzard's ever had, if I if I remember what I read. Like, that was always going to be big, and Path of Exile yes. 2 is always going to be big right. too. So... Yeah, I, the thing is, I think there's space in the genre for other games to try it and see how they do. Um, it's just, it is one of the tough things is you're in a community where everybody compares everything. Yeah. Which is really weird because if I go play like a first person shooter or, you know, if I'm playing, I don't know, there's just, it's not always like that. There's not a whole no. lot of other genres that are like very, very um, polarizing. Like it's this one or this one. There's room well, for them. It's competition though, right? Like, there's not a lot of ARPGs that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot, true. but there's not no. a lot that are worth playing. Ones. And mm -hmm. then when it comes to a lot of other genres, outside of sports games, when it comes to a lot of other genres, there's so many, so many of them. So it is yeah. unique. Um, I, yeah, Diablo and Path of Exile did a good job staying away from each other, I guess was my point about Last Epoch, mm -hmm. whereas Last Epoch, it seemed like it was trying to replace a game, and now the bigger company is... Moving on, and uh, no, I don't know much about Last Epoch. Improving substantially, so um, let's Excited. do your tweet real quick because we, you mentioned you were going to do it. So let's do it. That's, I can do it next week. It's fine. No, it's it's good. a good conversation. Is well, it a conversation? I, I read it. Well, it's just something interesting about, uh, I, and I've already brought this up, but I'm bringing it up again just because of the timing. Like we have a month and a week, a month and a half until XLCon. Um, so this was a while ago. Sorry, my, mm -hmm. uh, we've been. Yeah, you passed the hour mark. Over my hour of do not disturb. Um, Bex, or Anki was tweeting, he was setting up, I forget if it was for 319, 320, 321, I forget which league it was, but Anki was uh, just tweeting some of his frustration with how frustrating um, 
guide writing and creating can be re-editing things like right, I remember you know that. path of excel so um it, it can be overwhelming but it's so intertwined and complicated that if you just change one support on your whole build you have to reword 50,000 characters because that one you know you might have gone from ignite damage to dot damage only which actually there's there's the difference depending on how you're going about it right if you're doing righteous fire to ignite you're not caring about hits anymore or let's say you're going from um righteous fire just to normal spell damage right and uh, the huge thing you change one skill and everything's different same thing with like you go from skeletons to it doesn't matter so anyway uh, he was just kind of tweeting some of his frustrations with how much work needs to go into it, but also the design of how guide writing works on the Path of Exile website is very, um, it is very totally frustrating. Cool. It mm -hmm. is. And the only way to be efficient at it is to be experienced at it and to know how to manipulate all the quirks that come with the website and how it functions. And so... Uh, Bex tweeted back. I don't think he was expecting a reply. I wouldn't know that, but uh, Bex tweeted back. Now is a great time to give feedback on guide writing. I can't tell you why, but now is a great time. So I went and I provided some feedback. He provided some feedback. Um, hopefully other people did as well. But it's, it's starting to get me thinking now with like all this game revamp that we've been seeing in the two trailers. Of course, everything that we can remember from XLCon and go back and see. But, you know, and we were talking about I think it was last week we were complaining about how stupid it is to try and buy points from GG and just send them to a buddy and gift out gift codes and stuff like that. Well, for them to be willing to accept some type of feedback or say something along those lines, maybe there's a big revamp coming to the game and the site with how all of that interacts. You know what I mean? Like they've been talking about having like what they do on, I think it's the Chinese servers where Mm -hmm. They have that interactable guide option that they were talking about where it's like, you know, the guy or maybe they were just talking about having it there. Or that was they were going to do that there. But, you know, you'd have a guide that would actually interact with the game and tell you where to go or suggest where to go if this was the case and other things like that. But anyway, just that tweet came back into my mind when Bex is like, now is a great time to let us know. And then it's just been silent on that. I haven't heard anything from yeah, GG or Bex. Ago. It was, it was, it mm -hmm. could have been over a year ago for all I know, mm -hmm. but then it's been quiet. Like there's been nothing else about that. So I don't know. I just, I've just been thinking about that. The website and the game hopefully have some collaboration, but I hope the website gets a massive revamp revamp just in terms of how it interacts with the game. And especially with the ability to get guides, if the game stays as complicated as it does, which I hope it does, I hope there's more in the game itself. So People can figure out their own questions, right? But I really want the game to stay as complicated or get even more complicated than it can or than it is. But it would be nice for guides to be able to be a lot easier to change and manipulate because this game changes so often. You would have way more legit guides if the process of creating one was simplified. Interacted maybe with the wiki instead of me needing to copy and paste every single link and make sure that it's proper and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's very I, DOS based now, and it would be really nice if it got upgraded to a click and interact type of guide system instead. There's a lot of websites out there too where you can make guides where it's much cleaner to see. So, it would be nice to see them develop their own where if a person was going to create a guide, it was much more like here's a tree and I'm 
you, I can click on it and it will show you a finished tree and maybe even the pathing I took and the skills to use and it all links and shows the information. Like there are sites out there that yep. do it for other games and even for Path of Exile, like some of the ones out there um, do a pretty good job of that. So it would be nice for them to yeah. do something of their own, but uh, they have not always been the greatest at taking the initiative and doing stuff themselves when they go, well, there's a third party that can do oh. it. Did you see that video that I sent you reviewing Path of Exile? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. There was mm -hmm. that specific quote of, well, we always have the API for those that want to do mm -hmm. a better job than us. Quote. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a great, uh, not a great comment to, to have, but that's just been the nature of them forever. So mm -hmm. for some stuff, it's fine. For some stuff, it's not. Correct. Actually, there's not too many things for things that I think it is fine. I think the game should always do stuff better than anybody else. And if that's not going to be the case, then that's why you give the ability to do like um, mods or something. And that's not Path of Exile. Well, anyway, so. Diablo yeah. 4. There you First have time. it, folks. Yeah, it's probably not going to become a topic of conversation because uh, I will probably play it once or twice a month. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, let's wrap this up, hey? 193 hey. Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, AK Tags. Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Patrons will catch you in 193 After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in 194. If you're looking for more information, you can find down below. We'll get a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord you should be a part of. And uh, patrons, other ways to support the podcast are down below. Don't forget the five-star button. I can barely speak right now. Thanks, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Fathers. The worst. <laughs>